Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Simply Unprofessional. I'm your host, Webby. Joining me today, we got Devin. What's up? We got Rob. I'm not really here. It's an illusion. No, you have to be here because we have to hear about an exciting thing that our friend Devin went through. Mm-hmm. So there's two things we're going to be talking about today, folks. We're going to be talking about Devin getting the shit tased out of him. And we're going to be talking about the new Amazon cartoon animated show, Invincible, based off of the comic book. On its name. What? That's right, yes, that's right. You put some goddamn respect on its name. Yeah, Invincible, <laughs> uh, based off the comic book written by Robert Kirkman, creator of The Walking Dead. Yes. I will say this is not an animated show for children. Mm-mm. I don't feel... Uh, but I did not think it was going to get gory and, and, and lippy and mouthy as it did. Uh, watching the first episode, I was just like, oh, all right, this is a pretty good show, you know, and then just gore everywhere. Yeah. That's a, the, the whole first episode fools you into thinking it's just going to be like a lighthearted superhero, like slash comedy thing. And, and then, then it and ends in the, the, the last part. Like, you're oh, like, oh, God. oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, this is not what I signed up for, but I'm not against it. So let's start with Devin and you getting the shit tased out of you. Yeah, I got the shit tased out of you. It was fun. Now, I've been tased before by like small little tasers. uh, And I've tased people using small little tasers. But what's it like? Like, walk us through your experience. Like, what what kind of taser did they use? Did Did they hook you up to something? Well, first off, taser's a company, right? Um, did they put you in a chair and put your feet in a in, in a bucket of water and uh, a wet sponge on your head? That's called an electric chair. Oh no. shit! I'm getting my stuff mixed up. Don't let me tase you, folks. <laughs> All uh, right, walk no. us through it. I mean, you know, it's the same kind of tasers you know law enforcement uses with the prongs that shoot out and stick to the skin and delivers. Um, delivers, what is it, 100,000 volts, I believe, um, to the body. Um, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. So, let me double check, it's 100,000 volts, I'm assuming, 100,000 volts? Now, let me ask you this while you're checking this. Do you, on, when you're on duty on this job, do you carry one of these? I can, I don't have to on every post, but I can. Okay. I'm qualified Where do they recommend? One. Do you do you just have to aim for the torso? Uh, I from behind you can hit anywhere, pretty much from the shoulders down. From the front, they try to avoid the heart and they try to avoid like the face. So anywhere like mid stomach down. Okay, is fair game. Usually, so you can aim for the crotch. Yeah, you can totally aim for the crotch. I mean, you, you know, 
you can definitely get hit in the crotch. I'm not, I'm not going to say you should aim for the crotch. Oh, okay. Definitely. Accidents. Quote-unquote accidents happen, though, right? <laughs> you don't have to answer that, by the way. Now that I know you're in this government position, you're not going to be able to answer certain questions that I have, I feel. I can answer questions. I mean, I'm just answering a question. I, I can say that people have been accidentally tased in the face. And it's difficult to tase, uh, to accurately tase someone exactly where you want them in a scuffle of some kind. So, I mean, things happen. Things happen. All right, so they didn't shoot you with this taser then, right? They had one that was already already ejected or something? So, no, you can do the... So, he didn't want to shoot us mainly because it was just... It's expensive. Um, Each of the cartridges cost money, so he just did alligator clips. So, he just basically clipped it, one to your shoulder and one to your ankle. Okay. And turned it on. And, yeah, like, it. it, at that point, it's a five-second ride and it fucking hurts. Yeah, like a lot. Were you? Awake, <laughs> were you? Did it wake you up for the rest of the day? I mean, I definitely felt it. Um, so the best way I can describe it to someone is this: Have you ever been walking across the carpet and touched the doorknob and felt that shock? Yes. Okay. Have you ever had a really bad like muscle spasm or muscle cramp where like everything kind of locks up? Yes. For a second. Take both of those things happening at the exact same time and multiply it by like a thousand. Okay. Did you fall to the ground? Uh, you, ironically, depending on how you're standing, you really can't fall to the ground because oh. you literally can't move. Um, depending on how you're standing. If you're standing up like like straight up deer-legged, like, you probably will fall. If you have a pretty good stance, like a good base to begin with, like you're standing like, you know, feet show the width apart, like one, one foot, like, in front of the other, and you're slightly, like, more or less balanced. Yeah. You, it's a good chance you won't fall over. You could just stand still and just take the taste. You probably will fall over when everything relaxes because literally all your muscles relax at the exact same time. So you probably will like overwhelm you and you will fall over after the fact. Right. But did initially, you? I mean, no, uh, no. Well, they well they want you to lay lay. Originally, I didn't. They want you to lay people down. Um, like when we get it in class, we're supposed to lay our classmates down. But one guy didn't lay me down fast enough, so I was standing up for like three and a half of the five seconds. As opposed to being on the ground for like four of the five seconds, so you know, whatever life happens, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't that bad. Like, I mean, my shoulder is still burned from it. Now, would you willingly do it again? Uh, I would. Yeah, I mean, I, it's not something I would like jump up and be like, "Yo, I'm doing this," but like, I mean, if given the opportunity of like no one else, if like someone, if a class of people had to had to like see what somebody getting taste is like. And everybody was too bitchy to do it. I mean, and I was there, I would do it. Alright. Because so, while it, like, it blowed, it wasn't like the worst thing I've ever felt in my life. Alright, now what's worse? That like, or getting kicked in the nuts? Uh, I mean, getting kicked in the nuts is pretty bad. I would say, collectively. So, probably getting kicked in the nuts. Alright, well that's fair. Because I've been kicked in the nuts... So that just means I'd rather be tased. <laughs> yeah, I mean, tasing sucks for like five seconds, and then you're you're fine. Like, see, I feel you're, like you're, I feel like if it would you suck had, real bad I, for I the five seconds, it but it would still suck for like a little while afterwards too. No, it really doesn't. Like, it really doesn't. 
my leg felt a little weird. Like my leg was a little like a little like not weak, but like a little slightly numbish. But it wasn't like it didn't really debilitate me at all. It just kind of was like, huh, my leg feels slightly off. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when a part of your body just feels slightly off compared to how it usually feels, you're like, huh, that right. feels slightly off, but it wasn't like bothering me. Probably the worst thing, although somebody I think did have to go to the hospital at one point from another location because their muscle spasm so hard in their back that it actually fucking like, um, what you call it? Their muscle spasm so hard in their back that I think it like, it basically knocked, knocked their back out. Oh, they had, they had like a bad like muscles like bad like muscle cramps after the fact, so they had to go. Yeah, I was gonna was... say, can you like because of the like how how intense it is and how much it tenses up the muscles? Can you actually like pull muscles from being tased? You theoretically you could, but it's 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 something that I don't think happens like really yeah. ever. But you, you theoretically can, like I mean, you theoretically can die from a taser, but it's like astronomically low. And now, if and that's you, like, if, if you, you literally to... shoot a dart straight into the heart, it's like a one in ten thousand or one in one hundred thousand chance, in like straight in the heart. And then, like for every like cubic centimeter you move away from the heart, um, it's like exponentially gets smaller and smaller. It's something really stupid like that. Now, and and do they train you like if you ever had to tase a prisoner? Are you supposed to do it in certain second increments or? Do you just hold well, I mean, until you, they go there, down? Well, the, first, the original shot is a five-second ride. And then after that, you can choose to deliver another five-second ride, or you can choose to deliver, you know, any number of seconds you so need to do. But, I mean, you only want to use the bare minimum it requires. Like, you don't want to, like, go over the limit. Right. So, you yeah. know. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, yeah, getting tased is... Not bad. Um, here I'll send you send, send show you guys a picture. Keep in mind, like this was through my, this was through three layers of clothing. Oh jeez, okay. Because I he clipped it on like my shoulder layer, so I had my shoulder layer of my clothes there. So he clipped it on like the shoulder part of my clothes. He had my actual uniform shirt and my undershirt. So it was three layers of clothing that went through. And I just hit it in the Facebook chat. You can see the the spot where it burnt me. And I have one in the back of my leg, too. Where that burnt me. That's your shoulder right there? That was my shoulder, yeah. That's where the two clips of my shoulder were. Yep. Through three layers of clothing and then through my sock, I have a spot on my ankle where it's burnt. Kentucky Fried Devin. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, scratching it feels pretty good, though. No, don't scratch it. Stop it! Stop scratching Thank it, Devin. <laughs> I get mom to yell at you. She'll do it. That's fine. She will yell at me. That's <laughs> oh, fine. Like it, it was actually fun. Like I, I would do it again. All right. Well, I, I am under the impression, and, and you did you did disclose to to us that it, it was recorded. And you'll be able to release that recording. To, I, at least I, me and Rob personally. Yes, I can privately release that court recording uh, at a later date. At not, a later date, not publicly. Yes, I can privately release it at a later date. Well, listeners, when when we get the recording, okay, I'm going to do this. I, it's going to be hard, but whenever Devin is okay to give us the recording. I am not going to watch it until right before or during an SU recording so you guys can hear my response live on SU to watching this video. I was one of the only three people in my class that didn't yell like a bitch, so I'm in. You screamed like a bitch? 
No, I was only one of three human class that didn't scream oh, like a bitch. Okay. So it's slightly not as exciting as some of the other people's. All right. But, I mean, he kind of told us right off the rip, right? He was like, yeah, you know, he's like, usually what happens is, he, like, the taser fucks up, like, the brain waves. Well, it shoots the same electrical current that your brain operates off of. So, basically, it just shuts down your brain's commands to your body from that point. So, you usually will carry out the last command, you, like, your body was given. So, there's, like, a video online of a girl, because they didn't grab her arms right, and she literally just grabbed the guy's nuts. And her hand locked up on his nuts, which is hilarious. Well, it's pretty funny. I he will was say lot, I was kind of a lot more pain than she was. I was kind of hoping that we would get to hear uh, Devin do like the the Wilhelm scream, <laughs> but apparently that is not the case. No, no, thank you, YouTube. <laughs> Trying to see if um, I can't get a clip of the Wilhelm scream. Oh, yeah. I'm about to send this to you. I just put it in the back. You can see the video I was talking about where the girl grabbed the guy's nuts. It's pretty funny. It's a pretty funny video. Uh, here's Devin. There we go. I put a little audio in there for the listeners. Oh, okay, hold on. I got to make sure I don't get the audio on this, I, I feel, though. Am I not allowed to have the audio on this on, on a recording? I don't know. I don't care. This is just like a video. Not like a music video or anything. It's just a video. Oh, she did. She just grabs and reaches right down and grabs his junk. Oh, man. He's... He kills right over. <laughs> well. So it's weird. So, like, if you're being tased, they are supposed to, like, you have somebody there to try to, like, lower you to the ground and the voltage doesn't go through your body into them at all? <laughs> it's strange to me. You figure it can travel right through you. Oh, I was just curious. No. If you're getting tased, how come the voltage doesn't travel through you into somebody else? Because holding? it pulses from... One, it arcs from one pole to the other. Okay. So it doesn't actually like leave the body, so you can't turn into like Electro Man. Hmm. Yeah, and I was going to say I've actually been electrocuted twice, but for far less time than five seconds, and I it was. And it's a long before. five seconds. It's a long like when you get tased, you're like, God damn, that's a hmm, that's that's a long five seconds. And then when you actually hold the taser and you shoot it and it's counting down five seconds, you're like, yeah, no, that's a really long five seconds. It's like one, two, yeah. three. So, Rob, how did you get four. Uh Well, the first time was when I was a kid and I was going to turn on the outside light because I, I think we heard something out there. But we, my dad was like fixing and painting the walls, so he didn't have the like protective thing over the switch. So it was just exposed wires behind the switch. So I went to who hit the switch and I missed, and my hand went like behind where the live wires are, and I hit the wires, and my whole arm like vibrated, like it felt like it was blurring. <laughs> so I yanked my hand back, and then like for the whole rest of the day, it felt weird, like my hand was like constantly vibrating. And then the second time was. When I was when I first went to work at Petco, um, we had this very very old fish system that was really terrible, 
and I was cleaning one of the fish tanks and I felt this, that kind of same feeling and I recognized it. So I went and I told them that there was some kind of electrical problem with the fish tanks because I got zapped and they were like, oh, so they come out and several people are sticking their hands in the water and they're like, no, there's, I don't know what you're talking about. So I was like, well, maybe I just imagined it. So I stuck my hand back in and didn't feel anything. Then with my other hand, I grabbed the metal ladder that we used to climb up and down. It's like a staircase ladder. And as soon as I touched it, I like yeah, I felt it go through my whole body. And my the hand that was touching the uh, the ladder actually got burns on it. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, there you fucking go. <laughs> well, electricity is something that I don't really mess with. I don't. We used to have an yeah. electric fence as a kid, and I got zapped by that one too many times. I will uh, say this. I will get tased any day of the week. I do not want ever want to get pepper sprayed. I will get tased any day of the fucking week. Pepper spray? Fuck that shit. I'm yeah, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see myself wanting to do that specifically voluntarily either. Are you kidding? I, I mean, I may have the opportunity to, to, to voluntarily do it, but I know Pepper Spray sucks like a bitch, so I'm good. Yeah, Rob um, almost already killed himself with hot sauce in the eye, so... <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, terrible. I'm not being honest. Like, uh, that, uh, in any day of the week, I will take uh, a taser over Pepper Spray. So what you're any saying is what I gotta do is I gotta get a small well, canister of pepper spray. Well, no, well, no, no. Hold I on, may, hold on. I may voluntarily, hold on. voluntarily at some point get pepper that, spray. But. What you're saying I should do is get a small canister of pepper spray, and when Rob's sitting at his at his computer playing a game or streaming, especially if you're streaming Rock of Care Brin, if I because I can walk right up to Rob's doorway and he does not realize I'm there for whatever reason. I don't know. Your peripheral vision's garbage. I could just sit there and look and then just spray him in the face with pepper spray over I his computer. This, I, I will say this. Live on stream. Depending, depending, <laughs> I will say this. Depending on the type of pepper spray you buy and how far you're standing away from him, one, I would not do it because that shit does not go away. Um, it's the gift that keeps on fucking giving. And two, um, yeah, like uh, it will linger and could possibly get you too. So, I, I mean, that that's your call. I wouldn't recommend it. That's your call. I'm Here in SU, I am saying I personally do not recommend it. If you want to do it, that's on you. But I personally yeah. do Did not you recommend send Matilda it. to come kill me? Yes. You're threatening to pepper spray me. It did not work. She ran straight to the couch. <laughs> She's a, she's not a very vicious attack dog. She's the like, girl nope, in the there's food over here. Who's the girl in the back? Is your sister there? Yes. Okay. I'm like, I knew I heard a girl's voice. I'm like, who's the girl in the background? Yeah. Matilda, not a very good attack dog. That's for sure. All right, so now moving on to the other thing that we were going to talk about. Let's talk a little bit about the Invincible show. Uh, now, Devin, did you read the comics? Come here. I know. I oh, know you what, what happened. Devin? Yeah. Can you hear me? Oh, I can now. Can you hear me now? Is yes. that better? Yes. All right. Sorry. Yeah, no, I used to read them like religiously um, back in the day, but then I haven't really been reading them like 
in the past like couple of years, but I used to read them religiously back in the day. Okay, so you know the general, uh, you know, the, you'll be able to tell some differences between the show and the comics, uh, at least for the first three episodes of the show, because I'm assuming the first yeah. three episodes of the show has already been covered in the comics. Yes. Okay. Now, are there drastic differences? Um, there is to a degree. So first off, we start off with the. We didn't technically get invincible in the comics. We didn't get invincible's invincible origin story. Um, it basically picked up with him like in like the fight scene where he fought the dude. Um, I think it just picked up with him in costume fighting off aliens, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, basically, we didn't get his origin story until like issue 25 or like issue 20 or 30. It was a while. And it, then we got like a flashback origin story that set up everything. Okay. Um, and we that's what we learned about like how he became invincible in the in the comic books. But uh, the reason why they changed that was Robert Kirkman said that he wrote that you know he wrote it years ago and he felt that that was always one of the things he never really liked. Um, was the that progression he and then the bounce back origin portion? Well, it was just like one issue, but he's like, I really wish we, I, I just set that up earlier in, in the book yeah. um, than I did, you know, here because, you know, than I did. Um, another big change was, um, spoiler alert, by the way, people, um, another big change is that in the comics, the whole Omni-Man and Guardians of the Globe thing, that happens way later. Okay. You mean the part where it started getting gory um, at the end of episode one? Yeah, that happens Jeez. way later in the comics. Like, the Guardians of the Globes are around for a, a while, a bit, a, a good chunk of time before that happens. Okay. Um, so they move that timeline up, which is fine. Alright. Uh, other, um, other than that, is the comics fairly similar? Do you get a lot of the same characters in the show that you do? Oh yeah, pretty much comics? all the characters are there. Uh, a couple, all the characters are there. A couple of the characters are different. Like the, like his, like the black girl at the school. She's she's like a white chick in the comic book or something like that. But she's also like no personality in the comic book too, so that kind of works out. But she is like his girlfriend in the comic book when the, we when it opens up at the beginning. She's his, she's his girlfriend. See, I really thought he was going to try to hit it off with the fucking redhead girl with the weird... Well, that's powers. kind of what it was, where that was originally the thing. And, uh, you know, that all come, that's all a plot point later down the road. So they do get together. Yeah, I mean, they bump if you uglies. want me to, like, spoil it. You want me to spoil it, I can. You want me to explain it? I can spoil it if you want me to. I mean, the words. we already said spoiler alert. Although Rob's Rob, on here, and I know it? Rob does not like spoilers, so you don't have to. It's fine. Oh, he already defended. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and tell me real quick before, and then I'll just yell to him that uh, he can undefend. All right. Uh, spoilers, well, I mean, in the comic book at this point, because the comic book goes on for like they age Invincible in them, like they're married with two kids. Between oh, Invincible and the redhead chick. Yeah. Dope. All right, that's all I need to know. I'm gonna let Rob yeah. know he can undeafen now. Okay. Yep. Rob, you can undeafen now. See how easy see. that is now that you live in the in, in the same house. Uh huh. <laughs> all right. So you answered my question. Thank you for that, Devin. Uh, so why don't you break down? Okay. 
Since okay, uh, Devin, you're going to do a little bit of explaining here because you've read the comics and you watched the show. First off, I love the show. I think it's a. It, I I really like the animation style. Like I, that is my preferred animation style. I feel. Um. And, I mean, who who doesn't love shows about comic? You know, comic book heroes and villains and stuff. What is like my biggest disappointment was the Flash character died too soon. I mean, yes and no. He's like, like, but he was also French, so I don't know. It's not. (laughs) Was he? I think he was Russian, though, wasn't he? He seemed Russian. Yeah, he was was Russian. Russian. Um, He was Frank. But like, I I will say so. The plot twist that they had at the end really kind of caught me off guard. I, I did not see that coming. Uh, in the comics, is there like a lead up to that? You said that happens way later in the comics. Is it just as much of a of a plot twist, I guess? Like, I mean, like if I really quickly have in, in the, the comics, is it, it pretty is much happens the exact shock? same. Yeah, I mean, because in the comics earlier on, you get him and his dad like kind of saving the world together and doing stuff together. Um, so if I remember correctly, it's kind of pretty much the exact same kind of like, oh shit, kind of thing. All right, now, I see. Now this is this. I have questions, but it's going to be regarding stuff that we haven't even seen the show yet. And so when when do they release the next three episodes? You said they're releasing them in episodes. Well, now it's now it's weekly. So the first day, the three episodes. So now every Friday is going to be a new episode coming out every Friday. Okay, so it's just one new episode. We get a new a week. Ep- yeah, we get a new episode tomorrow, and then we go on next Friday, and then it's back to like a, a regular weekly show. They start up at three, and then we get a, a weekly one. Okay. After that. Uh, I need to step away for two seconds. Why don't you start describing the show and how they kick off at least the show? Um, with what the fuck's his name, Scott? I've watched too many Ooh. shows lately with people named Scott. I'm throwing it out there. No, hey, Mark. Mark. Okay, Mark. God, yeah, Mark why, why is Scott in my fucking head? Scott and then Scott with one T? Yeah, it's because of, it's of yeah, Teen Wolf. Scott and That's right. And then Lock and Key, Scott. All right. So why don't you go ahead and start talking to Devin about how Mark, without his powers, and then he kind of learns how to acquire them. And oh, his dad seemed kind of like almost upset or disappointed, I guess is a better word. Uh, but yeah, I'll let you talk for a minute. I gotta be, I'll be right back. Alright, so yeah, so it starts off and it's actually uh, at the White House. Um, it's a two, like, White House security guards talking about, like, you know, superhero, I think superhero training or, like, superhero prevention. Supervillain prevention training or some shit like that. And then one guy starts talking about his, uh, like, his, uh, his, his son and how he's his, his super proud or whatever. His stepson and he's super proud of his stepson um, and he wants to take him on a trip because he's been working hard. And you know, because he's about to graduate and all this other stuff, and then we get the Mauler twins. Um, they bust out onto the ground, and the Mauler twins are pretty cool because they're between the both of them. They have, they have a they have a genius IQ, and they are 
Uh, well, one of them cloned the other one. Uh, and they have cloning powers. Well, not powers, but they, they're smart enough to clone each other. So, and they have a constant arguing about which one is the the original, which mm-hmm. I think is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. So they're arguing about who's the original and who's the clone, and they keep arguing back and forth about that. Um, but yeah, so they're arguing about that. I just think they're really interesting villains. Um, yeah, they're arguing back and forth about that. And they basically start trying to assassinate the president. If I remember correctly, they're trying to assassinate the president. And then, you know, that's happening. And then we see that's when we get introduced to the Guardians of the Globe, which are like the Justice League ripoff. Yeah, uh, you know, Webby's back here. Yeah. You know, that's when we get introduced to the Guardians of the Globe. They're like the Justice League ripoff. Yeah, they're um, like Batman esque, Wonder Woman esque. She's even called War Woman, so it's War WW. Woman, yeah. And then yeah. the. War Woman, the, like the, the red blur is the Flash. The red blur is the Flash. What's the one guy's name? Hold on a second. Then there's the fish uh, dude. That nobody like knows Aquaman. why he's there. That is, that is the best Aquaman parody of all time. <laughs> and then there's the Martian Manhunter guy. That's kind of like. And then there's the, the green girl that's like the shadow, but she's like kind of like the Green Lantern, but she can turn invisible. Yeah. Or she can dig face through stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, anyway. They're all there, and they're trying to basically get and it's like a superman copy ripoff i can't think of what his name is but um yeah the superman well, copy ripoff his dad was the superman copy ripoff no it's still planet. no 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 it, it's the it's the one guy i mean his dad is a superman copy ripoff but it's the other guy um yeah the guy who kept trying to like th- he threw the guys in the air and he was waiting for omni-man and then he jumped up because he didn't think omni-man was going to rescue the last dude but he did that guy whatever his name is yeah. I know, but yeah, that guy uh, like, couldn't fly. Or, I don't know. Omni Man seems no, the immortal Superman. No, the immortal, the immortal can fly. The immortal can fly. He was flying around. Um, so yeah, you have uh, the immortal whose powers are accelerated healing, enhanced lung capacity, flight, immortality, resurrection, and vulnerability, superhuman endurance, superhuman strength, um, superhuman speed, interstellar travel, and regeneration. If one of his abilities is uh, resurrection. Why didn't he come back? Uh, he maybe he is going to. Don't question uh, things, Rob. The leader of the whatever seemed to think that they were all permanently dead. <laughs> or maybe that was just a statement. Because remember, they saved his head. Yeah, I know they saved and his body. body. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's possible. Maybe he comes back. Who knows? Anyway, so you have the immortal. Um, and yeah, they're you know, out trying to save the world. Uh, and they do. They stop the they stop the Muller twins. And then Omni well Omni Man comes in and saves saves the Batman ripoff from dying. And then Being he starts basically Yeah. And then basically he say you know, systematically beats down everybody else. They do like their Justice League team up moment and stop the Muller twins. And then after that I'm trying to remember exactly what happens after that. Hold on, you know, I can just do it this way. I was trying to pull up a like synopsis so I get get shit out of order, but um, then you go home and he realizes his kids getting powers because this kid well, threw the we... fucking trash trash bag at the space. Well, no, that ha- that happened later. Cause I think we, we get to the house and I remember he's he's like trying to leave and he's jumping up and down and the mailman's looking at him like he's fucking a weirdo. Yep, mailman's just like the fuck is wrong with you, man. What you doing? 
Hold on. I'll tell you what's happening here in a second. Oh, also, I have sad news. They canceled American Gods, and I'm super excited about it. Anyway. Well. That does suck. Talkie, talkie. Yep, talkie, talkie, talkie. Savey, savey, savey. Savey, savey, savey. So, yeah. Okay, that's what happened. So, it's saving, and then it cuts back to the Mark Grayson, uh, which is Omni-Man's son, and he's sitting on the toilet reading Seance, Doug. Yeah, which you just looks on... like a fucking... Doctor Strange dog hat. Yeah, it looks like a fucking... What's the little fucking... A corgi dressed like Doctor Strange. Which is the greatest comic book character of all time. I mean, yes. I would I would read it. Yeah, so he's reading Seance dog on the toilet, and his mom just opens the door and starts doing shit in the bathroom. He's just like, Mom! And she's just like, chill out. I've seen everything you got down there. Don't worry about it. But she's Mom... Like, that's not the point. I was anyway. jerking off the seance dog. So then, after that, his dad comes home in Omni Man costume. Uh, and then he's just like, Can you guys not be all lovey dovey in front of your kids? Just wait till I move out the house. I don't want to see the shit. And that's when he goes outside and tries to fly. And the mailman looks at him like he's a fucking weirdo. And then that's when we meet his friend. We meet his friend William. The one from school? Yeah, his friend William. His gay best friend William. Yep. That may or may not said he wanted to sit in his dad's face. Yeah. He's like, oh, that mustache. <laughs> it's like, uh, awkward. I, he does not know that that's my dad. That's terrible. Also, hey, fun fact. Uh, the high school that they go to is named after after the one Reginald Vell Johnson um, who played uh, Carl Winslow on Family Matters and also played uh, uh, fuck, the cop in Die Hard. Hmm. Huh. Alright. Fun, fun, trivia, fun trivia fact. Anyway, uh, yeah, so they're at school at that point. Uh, he's talking to his friend. His friend's trying to they're talking about superhero stuff and hanging out. And his friend wants to go read comics after school. He's like, I can't. I got to go with this job. And that's when he sees... That's when he sees uh, Amber and the bully guy. He sees the bully guy hitting on Amber. Who is voiced by the same chick that plays Domino in Deadpool. Okay. Um, yeah, that's when he sees her getting bullied by her by that guy, and she kind of stands up to him. And he tries to stand up to the bully and gets, gets his ass punched kicked. right in the face. Motherfucker. And then she ends up kicking the bully in the nuts from behind. Yep. Cheap yep. shot. And then, yep, and then he winds up going to work. He's loading trash into the trash can, and he winds up throwing a bag of trash into space, and he realizes he got his powers. Yeah, now I still don't understand why his dad was like disappointed at that news, or he seemed it's disappointed at first. It's, like I think his dad brings it up later in the comics. Um, well, later, like I think his dad brings it up later when they're when he when he eventually finds out his dad is like air quotes evil. I think that's when he his dad brings it up and it's like, I wish you never got your powers because it complicates things because now 
like now I have to make you choose between your your race or humans kind of thing. He was just like it would just be easier if you never got your powers because then you would you wouldn't you would just choose the human side kind of thing. Huh. That's kind of why he was feeling that way. But yeah, so that winds up happening. So he's super stoked that he got his powers. He goes home. He tells his dad. His dad's like, "All right, in the morning we're doing an impromptu flying lesson." Now, what race are they again? I want to say Vegemite, but I think I think that's a food. You're not. You're, it is, that, that is that is that is a food spread. But no, um, they're Viltrumite. Viltrumites, not Vegemite. Viltrumite, yeah, it's close <laughs> enough. They're Vegemites, I guess. She just smiled and gave me a Vegemite sandwich. <laughs> yeah, so then he tries to go to sleep and fails miserably. Sleep, so he goes on the roof and tries to fly. And also fails miserably, and then he does fly really good, and then he then he flies uh, so high he passes out. Well, he flies in the space, and then he passes out and realizes he doesn't know how to land. And then he wakes up, and his dad wakes him up to go training. And then that's when they're flying together, and he realizes he still doesn't know how to land. And funny, funny story. So uh, even though in the comics he also looks like it, but it's just really funny because uh, in the comics he looks kind of like his dad, kind of looks like. Uh, uh, J. Jonah Jameson, um, but he's also voiced by J.K. Simmons, who obviously played J. Jonah Jameson. Hmm. Just kind of a funny little side note. Um, yeah, so that happens, and then he, his, his dad winds up going super hard and punches him in the gut, uh, and then he basically calls it quits and goes home, and the bully tries to beat him up again, and it fails, because he just kind of stands there, takes the punches, but he doesn't feel them anymore. So then he's like, I need to punch something. And he puts on a ridiculous looking outfit and goes out to fight crime. Just like Spider-Man. Yep. Yeah, exactly like the Spider-Man origin stuff. Spider-Man just wore like sweatpants and a, and a hoodie. I mean, it's kind of what he has on. He has on like, he has on like some track pants, a sweatshirt, and a, and a bandana on his face. Yep. And goggles. Um, yeah, so he goes out to fight crime. And he starts crashing this shit because he still can't fly right. Um, and right when he's fighting crime, these two guys are trying to escape. There's a dude that can turn himself into clay. I think maybe not. I don't know his powers exactly. No, he covered. Like, he was like covered in else. like stone or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he fights him. He beats him. Uh, his dad comes comes in. And it's like, yo, man, you caused a lot of damage, and you look ridiculous. So come on, I'm taking you to my Jewish tailor. <laughs> yeah, um, he is 100% Jewish. I don't know, man. Like I said, I think the Jews Jew- have the market his, on superhero tailoring. Is Jew is Jewish tailor voiced by Mark Hamill? Oh, was he more? Was he Mark Hamill's voice? Yes, Mark Hamill voiced Art. Huh. So, um, yeah. So voice, and also I didn't mention it, but uh, Mark Grayson is voiced by Stephen Yoon from The Walking Dead. Yeah. Glenn from The Walking Dead. Glenn. We don't know his real name. R.I.P. Anyway. R.I.P. Glenn. You the best. Uh, yeah, so he gets a, you know, he starts trying on different costumes. He's like, ah, I want something iconic. I want something cool. Uh, and then we cut to his house. He's still trying to, well, his mom's putting up some stuff. And then uh, she starts hearing, like, loud crashing noises outside. So he goes and looks, and there's just a bunch of, like, holes in the backyard because he's trying to fly and keeps crashing. And then he has a talk, he has a heart to heart with his mom, and then him and his dad are playing, and the next scene, him and his dad are training again, they're playing catch, where they're throwing the baseball around the world, and catching that it. That was still the first episode? 
Yeah, that's the first episode. Jesus. Now, the first, now, I'm not wrong, right? The episodes are only 45 minutes long? Yep. I will say this again, man. I swear that these are the longest 45-minute episodes. <laughs> they just feel that way because it sucks you in. They're like, oh, my God. It really does. <laughs> like, just yeah. when I think this episode's over and I'm like, oh, they must have just cut into the next episode already and started new. Nope, there's still, like, 10 minutes left of the episode. Yep. So, Jesus. Yep. so yeah, so him and his dad are playing catch around the world, having a conversation about life. Um, and then that's when he finally gets his his costume because his dad gives him the name Invincible, and he realizes he's like, "Oh, that's cool." Oh, for, hold on for the listeners, just in case you th- you're misunderstanding, they're not playing catch around the world like flying to various places playing catch. No, they're above their house, back to back, throwing the baseball around the world. Yes. It's ridiculous. <laughs> That's exactly what they're doing. They're throwing the baseball around the world and catching it. Um, and then you have Invincible now gets his name. So he goes back to Art and tells him, like, yo, it's my name. So he gets a black, yellow, and blue costume. And he becomes Invincible. With, like, a giant eye on the front of it. Yep. Which yep. just looks like a dash mark, really. But It looks almost like Freakazoid. Yeah. And I'm... I'm and I'm here for it because I love freaking stuff. <clears throat> but anyway. Uh, and then he goes fight some dude that shoots as like a laser arm. Uh, and then that dude doesn't win. No. And then we get an after credit scene of the Flash guy talking to his girl while they're having a picnic. And then he goes and like saves like saves something. She's like, you should be he better knows. friends with Fish, dude. He yeah. Doesn't like... <laughs> he doesn't seem like yeah, he has many tried. friends. Yeah, and then so he runs off to go like, save somebody and comes back before she finishes her sentence, but then she, he, he forgot to change, so she realizes what he did, and he's just, and she, she gets all mad, and he's like, I got to save you. You have no idea what it's like. I have to talk to people, and they talk, and every, it sounds so slow. Everything <laughs> is so slow. He's like, but for you, it's great. And yeah. then she forgives him. And then, uh, and then basically, an then yeah, then everybody slowly but surely on the not Justice League get an alert. And apparently, Martian Manhunter hangs out with like some crack child in a abandoned warehouse. <laughs> um, and yeah, and the fish dude like, is just literally sitting there on bored his throne. Bored as fuck on his in Atlantis, yep, or whatever he is. I, just don't, like, I, don't, I don't understand the Martian Manhunter thing. It's like, like, like you're the, like one of the saviors of the world, but you can't get enough money to get this chick out of poverty? This is kid living in his abandoned house, like whatevs, without any parents. But anyway, so they all get this alert, and they're all thinking like somebody else called the alert, and then we see Omni Man fly into their headquarters and just starts butchering the fucking Justice, not Justice League. And that's where this episode gets really bloody and really crazy. Guardians of man, the Globe. Guardians of the Globe. Yeah, they start getting butchered by fucking Omni Man. He starts killing everybody. Uh, and then Wonder Woman and the Immortal put up a pretty good fight. But then they still ultimately lose, and then yeah, that's that's and then that's where it ends. Is Omni Man is sitting in a circle around a bunch of bloody corpses. Yeah, it was fucked up. And then the next well, they, episode, he's in like a almost, coma. Yeah, they also almost managed to kill him during the fight, but yeah, yeah, like I said, like uh, War Woman and Immortal put up a, put up a pretty good fight. Uh, I gotta run to the bathroom. So you, if you think we'll take episode two, you're more than welcome to. And I'll pick up when I get back. Sure. Um, cool. I'm gonna bounce around terribly at this, Rob. Um, 
because I do not have anything pulled up. I'm doing this strictly from memory. Mm-hmm. But essentially, Omni Man is in like a coma in like this secret facility uh, with the uh, agency who go- comes and cleans up all the messes of, of mm. shit. And uh, then I think Invincible, the kid, uh, overhears the fact that there's an issue going on and that they're a little, you know, shorthanded with the whole Guardians of the Globe thing being, you know, dead. Yeah. So he goes and tries to help out and it's like a fucking alien invasion thing happening. Mm. At first he's doing okay and then he quickly like realizes he is not fast enough. He's not getting people out of there. People are getting shot in half with laser beams. He tries to save like this grandma, this mm-hmm. old lady, but then he like gets shot while flying away and lands on her. <laughs> yeah, and like slam like, into the concrete. <laughs> yeah, and he like breaks like every bone in her body. <laughs> uh, and then this is where the other team of heroes shows up. Yeah, the they're basically Teen Titans allegory. I forget they're called the Teen something, but I don't remember what they were. Yeah, but they're so a bunch of teenagers who are there's. Oh, what's her fucking name now? Adam Eve. Adam Eve, who she has like powers to put up like pink force fields and shoot <laughs> pink laser beams from her hands and whips. She's like basically a um, she's like a mix between like Psylocke and a um. Well, I was gonna say she's almost like a oh uh, god, like a Green Lantern, but not it, really. Yeah, to a to a certain degree. And then there's Rex, who, who is, Gambit is like a Gambit-esque slash Jubilee. Eh? I mean, yeah, uh, kind of. His powers seem to be exactly like Gambit, from what I could tell. He, like, charges... Yeah, like except he can, he can make him explode a little like fireworks, but yeah, but pretty much that's about it, too. I, yeah, but I just feel like he... Uh, I don't know. He doesn't. He, I don't. I don't feel like he can make them explode as as powerful as Gambit. I guess I, he's still a kid, though. I guess I don't know. Anyway, and then there's multi duplicate duplicate duplicate. Yep. Yeah. duplicate. She's duplicate. Uh, now, is there okay? So in the comics, is there a limit to how many of her she can actually make of herself? It looks um, like three, so... And it yeah, I think it's three. Cartoon. She is constantly being murdered, but luckily she just makes more of herself. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I believe it's three, huh? And, can, it, and is it only Kate Prime that can duplicate? I'll tell you a second. Because my question is, if they can all duplicate or, or have that ability... If Kate Prime dies, does number two become Kate Prime at that point? And it just kind of shifts around like that? Or does Kate Prime have to be alive? Okay, so 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 here we go. Um now this is for this is for comics, so they may have like twinned her down for the show a little bit. Right. But uh, each duplicate possesses the same mass as the original. Through concentration, Kate splits off a single duplicate. Although she can create multiple selves consecutively, she cannot bring into being more than one duplicate at a time. 
Uh, it is not yet known the exact number of duplicates of herself she can create consecutively before taxing the ability. She has to produce as many as one as a hundred at one time. Each of the duplicates is capable of independent thought, feeling, and action, although they are tele although they are telepathically linked uh, from formation to absorption. If one is injured or killed, the others would be affected, although the experience would be traumatic for all existing counterparts. Um, it is not known if the death of the original body will automatically kill all the other duplicates. All right, so if one duplicate dies, they all kind of sense it, and it's traumatic for them? Yes, they all... They, wow, yeah. she went through hell in the second episode. <laughs> she yeah. would literally duplicate, you'd see her pop up, and then instantly get shot in half, and then she'd pop up again and instantly get cut in mm-hmm. half. She was going mm-hmm. through hell, apparently. And, I mean, in the comic, in the comics, it says she can only make one additional duplicate but in the show she has at least three. No, no, no. She only can make one at a time. She's made up to a hundred in the comics before in oh. one instant but she only can make one at a time. She can't do like Naruto, Shadow Clone, and Jutsu and like 40 pop up at once. She oh, has to do one okay. at a time. Well, hmm. Knowing how traumatic... And the fact that they feel it makes that second episode so much worse. <laughs> Looking back at it, anyway, they get they get they tell Invincible to fucking take the granny and yeah, leave. And then there's there's robot. We forgot robot. Oh yeah, then there's Everybody robot. Guess what? Is. He's a robot. He's a robot. He's a robot. Now I want to know more about robot. Like, what the fuck's up with him? Like, why is he part of this team? And He's working for the other guy too, and I don't understand. I don't trust him, especially after that third episode. He let like the, how, he let the twins out. I like how he's talking about like with that monster girl that he's like, oh, you know, I, we sometimes we forget that on the inside there's more going on than just what you see on the outside. Like hinting that he's more than just a robot, and then she goes, "What would you know about it? You're just a robot." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will say that was what episode three. Yeah. Yes. I will say one of my favorite fucking lines in the entire show so far was when so Rex, what was it? Somebody, I don't know if it was just if it was said to Rex or if it was said to Invincible. I feel like it was said to Invincible, but they were having their fight with the girl, and then he like throws the monster across the room and she pops back into a little girl and everybody watching is like, Oh my God, Invincible hit that little girl. It's like, what the fuck like, are oh, you man. talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, did you not just see the fact that she was a humongous green monster? <laughs> that man, that was probably hands down my favorite line so far in the show. Uh, um, now, in the comics, does that happen as well? Like, do they form the new Guardians of the Globe yeah. with, yeah. like, yeah. Monster Girl yeah. and whatever? Yeah, it just happens way later. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Ma'am. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, Max, or whatever his fucking name is, Mark, uh, <laughs> Invincible. Juggles superhero life with high school life. 
the Adam Eve chick is a girl that he goes to school with. And then... I don't know. They just they help out. Oh, they're oh yeah. No, there's this fucking hold on. This goddamn alien invasion. There's this one general dude who fucking gets his eyes shot out or some shit. <laughs> and then they, they retreat. And then they come back. Then he gets his face pummeled in. Then they retreat. Then he comes back. <laughs> it's messed up. Like there's a whole big ordeal with this guy, and he keeps coming back uglier and uglier. Until Omni Man goes to their world by by tackling him through a portal, and then he like pretty much intimidates the other people to open a portal back up so he can get back home while lifting like this giant rock above them. And then he just flies through the portal, and then the portal closes and the rock falls on them anyway. <sighs> what a dick! Omni Man really has no fucking gripe about killing anybody, huh? No. I don't like it. You don't like it? Nah, he kind of reminds me of, like, the douchebag from The Boys. I mean, he kind of is like the douchebag from The Boys. I don't like that guy. You don't like Homelander? No. I hate Homelander. I hate how fucking cheesy he looks. But at least... Omni Man looks like J. Jonah Jameson. So. Man, crossovers would be ridiculous. Bring me pictures of Spider Man! He just rips Spider Man's head off. Anyway. Mm, Alright. Well. Needless to say, Omni Man wakes up from his coma. The company in charge of cleaning up the mess lets this fucking demon detective fucking snoop around. Because they're trying to figure out who killed the Guardians. No one knows it's Omni Man. Uh, yeah, Omni Man claims that it was. So that when he got there, it went dark, and he couldn't see anything that happened. He just got attacked in the dark. Yeah. Um. I don't think about excuse. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's pretty much it. That's all I can think of. Well, I mean, the the demon detective does find out that there was only the Guardians of the Globe and Omni-Man there. He's like, no one else was there. And he tells it to the head guy of the the superhero, like, basically the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. kind of allegory. Basically the Nick Fury of the show. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, if Nick Fury and the Crypt Keeper had a love child. (laughs) Hey. Uh, But he tells him to get out or he'll send him back to hell himself. Like, he doesn't believe him. But then he starts doing things like he, he puts Omni-Man's family under observation and they take prisoner this thing that was dealing bad, like a, that was fighting with Omni-Man that actually did a lot of damage to him. Like they're keeping it just just in case, quotation marks. So I think maybe he does believe it, but just doesn't want to let on. <clears throat> oh yeah, and then there was the visitor from outer space. 
that, oh, yeah. that Omni-Man was going to go deal with, but his wife was like, no, you just woke up, you're too weak, blah, blah, blah. And then Invincible's like, I'll go, and then Omni-Man's like, yeah, sure, let the kid go, he could do it. And so uh, he uh, Invincible flies up into space, holds his breath, talks telepathically with this guy, then they start fighting each other, then they land on the moon and have a conversation, and we realize that this guy was here to observe and uh, assess certain things on Urdash? Urrath or something like that. Yeah, as opposed to uh, test whether they had heroes that could defend it. Like, otherwise, like, I guess they would provide the heroes with for a fee or something. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, he was supposed to be at a planet called, like, Urrath or something like that. And they were like, oh, this isn't Urrath. He's like, no, this is Earth with an E. He's like, oh, shit. Uh, right. Okay. I got to go. Voiced by Seth Rogen. Seth, yep. Seth Rogen. So. Now, is that something that happens in the comics, too? They have the, those people? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that has happened in the comics. If I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure. Because <laughs> they're fighting, and he's like, he's like, whoa, wait. And he's like, what? You want to use your one timeout? Okay. And he sits down on a rock. It's like, I get a timeout? What What the hell is going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, there's all these rules. It's messed up. It's a good show. I really like it. I highly recommend it. I want to see more into why Omni-Man's doing what he's doing. <clears throat> Maybe it's because people always call him a Vegemite. And he's just had enough of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Wouldn't be surprised. But yeah. yeah. Uh, who's the last member of the new Guardians? It's Monster Girl and there's another girl that they added to it, but I can't remember. What oh, the chick that can shrink herself. I can't oh, yeah. her name. Yeah, there's her, Monster Girl, the black dude with like the tech suit. Oh yeah, him who, too. Who who used to be a hero with powers, but he lost he lost his powers somehow. Yeah. Um, and then Rex, duplicate, and then and they then wanted Eve, but, Eve, but... She, she didn't join yet. Yeah, because she was in a relationship with Rex, and then she caught him cheating with all three duplicates. Well, actually, you actually this is actually sped up on that's actually part of episode three. Um, oh, episode, yeah, we bounced all over episode two. And yeah, three. so at the end of episode two, we find, that's when they make the official announcement that the Guardians are dead. Um, then we open, episode three opens up at the funeral, and then we come back to the house. They come back to the house after the funeral. He's kind of upset about it. Like uh, Mark is kind of upset about it. Uh, and his dad's like, ah, I want some pizza. Who wants pizza? I'll be in Naples and back in like five minutes. <gasps> um, and then, you know, his mom's like, why are you so like happy about this? Your friends just like, he's like my co-workers, co-workers, not friends, co-workers <gasps> just died. And then that's when, yeah. the, uh, that's when the double guy pops up again and then kind of cusses out. Uh, like, well, he challenges Omni-Man. Omni-Man kind of shuts his ass down for a second um, verbally. And then that's when we see the uh, like Nick Fury guy talking to the robot about the team. That's when he gets the team together. Uh, Invincible calls uh, Amber to come over 
then we that's when we find out we, we get Eve walking in on Kate and Rex uh, sleeping together in the shower. And then that's when everything else goes down. The fights all happen. That happens. Uh, Rex gets beat up. Invincible stops the little girl from beating up Rex. And I just find it kind of funny. Like, it's funnier. It's less funny that we, we know she's 23. But, like, after she makes fun of his little junk, and then he, she's like, I'm just kidding. Your junk's probably pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of weird at first. And then you realize she's, like, older. Because yeah. every time she goes all, like, monsters out, she gets younger. She gets younger. Yeah. So she's actually, like, 24. Yeah. <laughs> she's but, like, I can't train three times a day, robot, unless you want to be changing my diapers by the end of this. <laughs> Yeah, so then that's when, and then if I'm not mistaken, that's when, uh, yeah, so Kate and uh, Kate, uh, Amber and Invincible have like a study date, and then that's when the Nick Fury guy teleports into, into, into Invincible's room and sends him to go fight some guy at Mount Rushmore. Yeah, the earthquake guy. With yeah. earthquake bracelets. Uh, I don't understand, like, is that part of the story? Because why, like, because they have the new Guardians of the Globe, which obviously, you know, they're they're, they're not like a cohesive team yet. But they have them, and there are other teams, because he mentions about how he follows some of the other teams on Instagram or whatever. It's like, out of like all the superhero teams, instead he comes to Invincible and Kate, who are not on a team, and sends them to go deal with this. This seems weird. I think the, I think the other teams are local. Uh, and you had the the Justice League is like the big league guys who did stuff, but then these guys that are now like the big leagues are not ready. And also, and Omni Man was the guy who would deal with stuff like just quick. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what wound up happening. I also so it almost that. feels like the <clears throat> the head Nick Fury dude there is was almost like pushing. Invincible and Kate to work together to try to get them used to working together as a team. Like, I feel like he's trying to connect dots there because he could never get Omni-Man to join a team. Yeah, I mean, I think he definitely wants to get Omni-Man on his team because he never can, I mean, uh, Invincible on his team because he never has gotten, he couldn't get Omni-Man to join the team. Right. He's trying to get Invincible to do it. I definitely think there's part of that there. So I definitely think that's part of it. But yeah. So that right. definitely happens. And then after that, they try to stop the one earthquake guy. I think he kills himself. And then yeah, they, they escape. The and then at the Yep, he kills himself and they wind up escaping. And then basically we uh that's when we find out. That's when the two dudes wind up, well, the two, the Mauler twins wind up escaping. Uh, and then one Mauler twin uses the other Mauler twin as a body shield to blow up a turret. So even if he was the clone, he's now the original. Yep. And then we and see that. It, kind of then we see, we see that it was Robot who, who assisted who in their out. escape. Yep. Which I'm not sure. Now I'm really confused as to why Robot's doing his thing. Like, is he is Robot evil, or is he just wanting the Mauler, the the two twin dudes, to break out to have the new team fight him? Or 
I don't understand things. Hopefully it gets clarified in the next episode. So yeah, alright. Uh, any other closing thoughts or things you want to mention about Invincible, the show, and or Devin, the comic book? Uh, I mean, watch it and read it. They're good. Rob, do you have any closing thoughts on Invincible? Um, no, I mean, like Devin said, it's really good. It's better than I expected it to be, so watch it. Agreed. All right, well, with that, we'll wrap up. Uh, we need a science corner with Rob. <clears throat> All right, so last week I said I was going to talk about lucid dreaming. So... Lucid dreaming is where you realize that you're dreaming and you can take over and do things in the dream. Uh, it's it's rare for people to be able to do this. I've done it a couple times, but usually I wake up almost immediately after. Like, it's hard to stay asleep and realize that you're in a dream. Until then, I will send you into a dream by punching you in the face. This is sad, though. <laughs> um... <laughs> But there's a couple of tricks and stuff that you can do, but you have to do them like while you're awake in order to to realize that you're dreaming. One is to take uh, start a journal of the dreams that you have. Matilda, stop! You're being a mouthy bitch. <laughs> um, is to take make a journal of the dreams that you have and look for common things um, that happen a lot. And then if that happens in a dream, your brain says hey, I wrote down that this happens in my dreams a lot. Maybe this is a dream. And that helps you to realize that it's a dream. Another way is to start testing reality while you're awake. Be like, even though, even if you know you're not dreaming, be like, hmm, is this a dream? And try to do something weird. Like say you're washing the dishes and you're like, oh, hmm, is this a dream? And try to like push your finger through your palm or something weird or make, make a dish float or whatever. And if you can't do it, you're not dreaming. So that way, like, if you do that enough during the day when you're awake, like, if you get into a routine of just doing it out of every once in a while, like, during a dream, you'll just be like, hmm. And then you'll do it in your dream, and then it'll, something weird will happen, and you'll realize you're dreaming. Uh, so now, like, the, the reasons you might want to do that is because when you're dreaming, obviously, you can affect the whole, if you realize you're dreaming, you can affect the reality around you. So you can change things. People have even, like, practiced stuff in their dreams and been able to to pass it along because it trains your brain. Like people have like worked on being able to move their fingers fasting faster for typing or playing the piano, like because your brain starts to train your fingers to move just as fast. Like in your dream, you're just like da 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 and that can carry over to your real life. Um, it can help with stress because you can change things and help give you a creative outlet to solve problems and stuff like that. So those are kind of the benefits of it. Huh. Um, there's a couple other things you could do, but you it takes being asleep. And I know for some of you, it won't work because it requires waking up. So, like, say you had a dream, you wake up, and before you go back to sleep, tell yourself, I'm dreaming, I'm dreaming, I'm dreaming, I'm dreaming. So that way, when you fall back asleep, you re you'll, like, kind of carry it over and be like, oh, I'm dreaming. Uh, or another is that you can, like, partially wake up. Uh and like like for five minutes and then say to yourself when i when i i'm when i fall back asleep i'm going to have a dream kind of thing it's the same idea putting it in your head that this next whatever happens next is going to be a dream 
but you have to be like tired enough to fall back asleep. So a lot of times people are not like once they wake up, they're just like, oh no, I'm awake. Hmm. Alrighty then. Devin, have you ever lucid dreamed? I have like once or twice. <clears throat> right on. Now, yeah, is lucid I... dreaming... <clears throat> so if I had a dream mm-hmm. where I consciously was aware that I could manipulate the surroundings around me like in really bizarre ways, would that be considered a lucid dream? Uh, if you re- yeah, if you realized that you were dreaming and couldn't change stuff, yes. All right. What if I realized? What if I could change stuff, but I didn't realize I was dreaming, but I just then had I, all these cool ass abilities to do whatever I wanted? That's just a dream. Then I don't think I've ever lucid dreamed. <laughs> um, no, you would have to realize consciously, well, unconsciously, I guess, but realize that you were dreaming and then change it in a way that you wanted to. Like just dreaming that you have powers that you can change stuff. That's just being in the dream. That's not a lucid dream. All right, because I have, I have had one dream that I recall, where I was being chased by Freddy Krueger of all people, and I was like, "Shit, this sucks." He's like the master of this shit, and then I turned around and I, I essentially Beetlejuiced him. <laughs> like, I caused, like, a fun house to pop up. My arms got really long and, like, wavy. And then, like, I turned into a giant sandworm. Stop. It was nuts. But uh, I ended up chasing him around in the dream. <laughs> and then I woke up. Yeah. Well, see, I mean, be, the only... That's kind of... I I don't think that's still lucid dreaming. Because it's kind of that would be almost like a gray area because you know that Freddy Krueger affects your dreams, so you'd be like, "Oh, Freddy Krueger's in my dream." But unless you realize that it wasn't really Freddy Krueger and it, you were just having a dream as yourself, and that none of it was real, that would be a, a lucid dream. But yeah. if you were like, "Oh, I'm in a dream because I'm with Freddy Krueger, but Freddy Krueger's real and he's trying to attack me, but I can change things because I'm in my Freddy Krueger dream," then no, that would just be a dream. Yeah, I think I was just dreaming then. It was a nightmare, regardless. Mm. But all right. Well, that's what one thing like with lucid dreaming is you could instantly turn a nightmare around because you're like, oh, it's just a fucking nightmare. Nope. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. The only problem with it, like I said, that I have is that I I wake up really fast. Like it could usually affect things for a few minutes, and then my brain's like, no, this is a dream. You gotta wake up now. It's like fuck. Mm. And I wake up. <laughs> all right. Well. There's, that was Science Corner with Rob. We talked about lucid dreaming. Now yeah. we need life advice with Devin. Alright. Life advice with Devin is if you're single, don't take relationship advice from other single people because that's like Stevie Wonder giving Ray Charles driving directions. <laughs> god damn it. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. Now, I have a question for both of you. Now, mm-hmm. regarding what we talked about before the recording, since this is going to be coming out afterwards, should we go ahead and say ha ha ha? <laughs> I guess so. We need, to figure out, we, need, we need to figure out how to say April Fool's backwards, so when you put it backwards, it's forwards. 
Hold on. The, Let's see if I can Google this. The the only thing with that is that it's going to be at the beginning of the recording if you're reversing it. So it'll. Well, say I don't think he's. I don't think he's reversing it. That I think he's literally just reversing what's being said on the track, not the whole clip. Yeah, but the only unless he wants to sit there and reverse every sentence one by one, the only way to do that is to flip the whole. Well, thing. I don't know. I don't know how it did it. Like I don't know how he did it. Me neither. It may just automatically do it. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. others' how advice is never take a blind date to a silent film. That's just inconsiderate. Well, hmm. <laughs> fair. All right. Well, I can't figure. I, I can't find it. Uh, I figured it'd be real easy to find on. It's Google. fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But since All we're right, at yeah. the end of this episode, I'm just gonna say, <laughs> April Fools, assholes. Uh, you fell for our prank on the first release of this episode, uh, where we took the entire track and we flipped it backwards. <laughs> so you got to hear us all talk backwards. Yes, um, yes. kind of makes me want to play like some sort of like ACDC song or Ozzy in the background. <laughs> that way it plays backwards and we can summon Lucifer and be like, yo, can we just come hang out at Lux with you because you're the dope-ass Lucifer, not this crazy horned devil thing. Anyway, we love you, everybody. Uh, Devin, where can people find you on the internet? You guys can find me on Twitter at DMP underscore Pookie. You can find me on Twitch at MrD3. As always, you can find me on eBay giving out shitty advice one penny at a time. One penny at a time? But what if I have like five pennies at once? No, I'm giving advice one penny at a time. All right, fine. Just one penny at a time. Rob, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Confessor underscore X and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Confessor X. And as always, everybody, you can follow me on Twitter at JaxForestWalker, all one word, on Twitch at DMWebby, on Instagram at something, and on eBay at Collecting Pennies to Give to Devin one at a time. Because I need all the help I can get. <clears throat> you can uh, also follow Matilda on Twitter at Matilda underscore DMP. Tell her she's a mouthy bitch. No one wants <laughs> to follow that. Well, actually, yeah. Everyone go follow her and call her a mouthy bitch. So, all right. Till next time, everybody. We love you. Stay safe. And fuck Booster Gold. Fuck Booster Gold. Happy April Fool's Day, everybody. They're going to know something because we're talking over the intros. That's fine. That's fine. (laughs) We recorded this on April Fool's, and we're getting you tomorrow. That's all I'm saying.